The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Highland Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find you were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of the Voices of Search podcast. And today we've got a special episode for you, which is going to be guest hosted by our friend Tyson Stockton, who is the co-founder and educational partner at Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale organic search traffic and educate their organizations. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's an episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Tyson Stockton from Previsible. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Tyson Stockton, and today we're going to be covering the executive's perspective on SEO. Joining with us today is Elaine Richards, who is the COO at 37 Signals, the makers of Basecamp and Hey.com, which solves the critical problems that every growing business deals with. It's saner, calmer, organized way to manage your projects and communicate company-wide. Today, Elaine and I are going to discuss general understanding of executives, knowledge on SEO, greatest challenges for executives, and how, as SEOs, we can be better business partners to the organization. Okay, here's my conversation with Elaine Richards, the COO at 37signals. Elaine, how's it going? Welcome to the Voices of Search. Hey, Tyson. Good to be here. Good to be talking to you today. 
Yes, I'm, I've been really excited about having this conversation. We've done work in the past, little bit of a bias in companies that I've worked with. You've always actually been one of my favorite executives to work with. I think really refreshing seeing how you thought about SEO, how you thought about the business as a whole. So I'm really excited to have this conversation to get kind of, let's say the outsiders or the executives perspective on SEO, because most of the time I feel like we're talking within this echo chamber of SEOs to SEOs. And so I think it'll be really helpful for everyone or the listeners to hear kind of like, what is the perspective of SEO from the executive level? And I think with that, as SEOs, we can learn to be better business partners, hope to make better contributions to the business. And also hopefully with that, create some more career path opportunities for the SEOs out there. Yeah, well, listen, thanks for the compliment. And likewise, I have to say a lot of what I know today came from working with you and appreciation for what SEOs do and sort of how to think about it in the context of the business. A lot of education required on my part, for sure. So I appreciate it. <laughs> Let's kind of start off and... From your perspective, what's kind of like the general feeling or understanding of SEO at the executive level? Sure. I hate to generalize because I'm sure there are a lot of executives, particularly in technology or those who've come up from more of a search background who have just out of the gate a better appreciation and broad knowledge than I did. But I think broadly, if you have a business that is reliant on some amount of search traffic you realize how important organic search traffic is, or you don't, I don't know, hopefully you do. And you know that it's something that you've got to like sort of master or you want to master it, or sometimes you want to control it. And I think that's part of the challenge, honestly, is that you think it's a thing that you can win or you think it's a channel that you can control. And really by definition, it's very, very hard to do that. And that's that's hard to come to grips with. And I guess like within that, point, do you feel like it is a generalization, but do you feel like a lot of executives out there have that understanding of why SEO is maybe not as linear of a marketing channel or as predictable of a channel as some of the other ones that exist? I honestly don't think so, right? I think, again, most executives didn't come up from this sort of channel. Even if you came up in marketing, you know, there's so many channels at play and most of them you can control, right? You can buy your paid advertising. You can pay for better creative. It's a lot more of it's in your control. And as you said, very much not linear. And that's very much counterintuitive to everything else that you see in the market with the possible exception of viral, right? So when you have a executive say like, hey, yeah, I really want to fix my SEO. It's like saying like, hey, yeah, I really want to like intentionally create a really successful viral campaign. Well, great. We all would, but I'm not sure that's a you know, you do the best you can, but I'm not sure that's a realistic goal to shoot for. Fair. And so beyond that, so we have like one of the the greatest challenges being, let's call it like the predictability of what the contribution from SEO is going to be to the business. Are there other challenges that you think, whether it's for yourself or you see with other executives that you see people kind of wrestling with when it comes to SEO as a channel? Yeah. So here's a fairly easy one, right? Is understanding how many different subcomponents there are within SEO. So I think back to, you know, when you and I first started working together, what a half dozen or so years ago, I very much came out the gate thinking SEO was a technical thing, right? And at the executive level, you're all about sort of synthesizing into sort of the most understandable 
single KPI, single concept. And I had gotten it to a point where I was like, oh, okay, so what we're trying to manage for is page speed, right? So this is a technical challenge. It's all about page speed. And I really, I mean, there was probably a several month period where I thought I had it, I, I thought I had it really well understood and well defined. And obviously, your audience would know this, right? That is a component. It's doesn't even really well encompass the whole uh, spectrum of what technical SEO is. And so it was like, oh, well, it's page speed and then errors that the site throws off. And then, so I think understanding that there's a technical piece to it, there's a content quality piece to it, there's a sort of structure and searchability piece to it. I mean, I probably still have a very simplistic understanding, quite frankly, but that there are so many pieces and so many of them are not winnable. So maybe your technical is winnable because you certainly control what's on your site and what's on your pages and how you code it. But there is, as we are well acquainted with, algorithmic, let's call them algorithmic events <laughs> that you can uh, experience multiple times a year. And there's really no predicting what that, what the impact of that might be on your business. You can do your best to know sort of theoretically what's being optimized for, but it's very, very hard. And I think that's where that that's two things, right? So that's a real challenge again for executives who like to control and executives who really understand want to understand what's the work stream that's going to produce the results. And it's a educational opportunity for SEOs to kind of bring executives along that learning path and to really show expertise by saying, look, hey, we can't control. We don't know what the next algorithmic change is going to be. We don't know exactly how the black box works, right? But we're confident if we move in this direction, it has value. And I think that's certainly what I always appreciated from, from your expertise is, hey, like there's a number of paths to pursue here. This is the one that's going to probably have the most value. And so with that, it sounds like obviously there's an education or kind of like awareness component of being clear and direct with the executive of the different facets within SEO. So it's giving the guidance of we need to deliver on page speed, content, internal linking, whatever it is. So there's that creation of awareness of like the tasks that need to be completed. And then with that, guess you know, we're in this kind of weird space that we have the dependencies of the development and engineering team on a page speed initiative. We have a dependency of an editorial team or someone if it's content creation. And so from my perspective, I would say like one challenge area is getting that company alignment because you're working with the cross-functional teams and then having like that from the kind of top down in like in that space and being like a sponsor to it, like what challenges exist to kind of get the resources or have the buy-in that's not just coming from within SEO, but those other kind of like cross-functional teams? Yeah. I think it's very, very common that the number of functional areas you're going to want to touch and need to work with to to execute a good SEO strategy is going to cross functions, right? You're going to have some people, as you said, out of your technology team, some out of your marketing, some out of your editorial or content, if that's not the same as marketing, or you've got multiple places. And it runs just completely counter to how executives like to line up work, right? Which is, I want to put it under a single person and make them own it and make them accountable for it. And there we go. And by definition, if you understand the problem well, then you also understand that the solution lies across multiple departments and it's a whole company thing. So I think how you set up for success 
think that differs from company to company and what the structure is. But as you noted, I've worked a couple of places that had an executive sponsorship model where you say, look, I know this crosses departments, but we're going to put Tyson on it. And he has the authority and support across these different functional areas to you know, get done what he needs to get done. Or I don't know if, it, if it's overseen directly by the CEO, who obviously has that same kind of purview. But yeah, you know, similar to understanding that the problem is multifaceted and you have to understand the solutions at multiple places. And so is this really important to you or not, right? If it is, then you have to figure out how to clear the organizational silos and barriers to make that happen. And with that, and I think, you know, that by itself is a, a challenging piece to get to that kind of, let's call it like alignment or kind of like shared understanding of like business impact requirements to actually bring it to life. And think back or like our working relationship, I feel fortunate that it was like we were able to establish a level of trust, level of understanding, and then be able to kind of like move forward into like, okay, how do we make this happen? Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. But what can SEOs do to enable the executive to make those decisions or have that trust? Because it's like, it's one thing to just be like, hey, we need to do this, this, this. But from the executive perspective, you need the why. And so it's like, what can SEOs do to create that trust or create that understanding that then allows them to have the belief, have the confidence to say, hey, we're going to make this a priority. Yeah, there's a trust thing that certainly I think is built over time. But before you get there, right, everybody's got to deliver in order to build that trust. And I'll try not to be too harsh in my language, but like the problem with SEO people that you don't trust, and then I've talked to a, a lot of not you, other <laughs> SEOs, right? You're, you're everybody. Lots of people can claim to be an SEO expert, right? Who's really got the, the chops is a different matter. So, you know, how do you like basically not sound like a snake oil salesman, right? Like, oh, yes, I know all the answers. I have the keys to the Google black box, whatever it is. No executive, executives care about results, right? They don't know as much as you do about SEO, nor do they actually want to. They want to ask enough questions so that they can sort of validate for themselves that you know what you're talking about. But they actually 
generalizing, maybe speaking to my own bias, right? Don't really want to know that much. Actually would prefer to know less. Got plenty of other things to think about, right? So the more you can sort of distill it down for them into sort of the core tenants and then back those core tenants up with some KPIs, again, in general, I think the better you do. So we talked about this at nauseam in different places, right? Like what are the leading measures that we know that things are happening, right? That, that we know, as I like to say, like, how do we know when we should have a party, right? Well, because we got X number of pages crawled and indexed or, well, because we got this kind of page ranking or whatever it is, right? So what are the leading indicators? I think in SEO in particular, you have to have leading indicators because the lagging indicators that your executive is looking for, which is probably in terms of like sales, maybe site track if you're lucky, right? Like that's just going to take a long time coming. Right. So you've got to give them some stuff that they can look at, some numbers that you think are a fair gauge of progress in the three months, six months, whatever it is that the work takes to like take hold and actually just show some uh, lagging indicator results. And so how can you sort of line up the work against a handful of key themes that have maybe like one for one, right, a measure of are we making progress on this theme, on this vein of work? And I love that you hit on the predictor KPIs or like leading KPIs. Because I feel like that's something that's often overlooked by SEOs largely too in this is oftentimes we're not providing that piece. And so it's like, sure, we know we're trying to grow revenue. We know we're trying to grow traffic, but we're not giving the line of sight is like, what's going to tell me in the short term whether or not an initiative was successful. And I think the leading KPIs is a really effective lever. And it's also enabling the executive to, hey, I don't want to understand everything about SEO. I want to know, let's call it the three to five big initiatives that we need to deliver on an organization. And I need to know how can I quickly report back to the organization or know for yourself, is it working? Exactly. So choose wisely, right? I mean, choose KPIs that you genuinely believe are reflective of the work and that you can impact. Because here's what somebody in my seat wants to do, you and I have done. They want to meet with you once a week, once a month, whatever it is, and say, hey, right, what did we say we were going to do? Oh, we were going to work on technical and we were going to work on content. We were going to work on this other thing. Okay, what were the measures of each of those? Did they move? Yeah, they moved or this one didn't move. Why didn't this one move? Was it something we did, which I'm always on lookout for, right? Were we bad partners? Did we not give the technical resources, et cetera, et cetera? Or were we wrong? And a good executive will be open to that too. Like, oh, we thought this, but didn't pan out. That's okay too. That happens. That's basically the breadth of the conversation they want to have, right? They don't want to go down to the dirty, dirty of... I don't know, whatever other details did or didn't drive those measures or why you suddenly don't, God forbid, they certainly don't want to have a conversation about why you suddenly don't believe in this measure anymore. I try to avoid that one. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. So I think, I mean, even just like in that part, I think for the listeners, there's a couple kind of key takeaways there. So it's like one, knowing how far down the rabbit hole to go to not get into the weeds too much and trying to educate on everything about it but giving them or giving executives the transparency of these are the facets that we need to deliver on using the leading KPIs to then measure that. And then also getting to that quantifiable, what's the impact potential? 
Like, how is this actually going to make a difference in the business bottom line versus just being good for SEO? Yep. Are you kind of moving along besides those, I'd call them like enablement factors to kind of give executives the pieces that they need to do their job on aligning the organization, things like that. What else can SEOs do to be better, like general business partners to the organization? And I think with this, it's an area that I've noticed some SEOs will struggle with is they could know how to succeed in SEO, but then aligning that to actual real business strategy or business value sometimes is a little bit of a disconnect. So is there anything that you can think of that would be advice to SEOs to be a stronger business partner to the organization? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think this goes for, frankly, most jobs in the organization is, what is your company actually trying to achieve? And I know that sounds like a really dumb question, but I'm often surprised by the sort of misunderstanding or or miscommunication or something, right? Like, okay, well, we want to generate more sales. We particularly want to generate more sales of this kind, right? This kind of client, this kind of uh, contract value, something like that. And I think taking a second to to be clear about what the desired outcome is, is really important. Perhaps, for example, you have sort of uh, management who's like, yeah, listen, we just think, of course we want sales, but what we're looking for from you is site traffic. Like just understand what it is that you're being measured on as, as success and understand how that relates to the company. And then I think you can take that information in a really powerful way and then say, okay, there are five different SEO-related projects we could engage on. For what you want, in the time frame that you want it, I recommend that we do this. This is the best return on effort, right? It's the best expenditure, high, medium, or low, of resources. You know, it's going to, to hit the glass, hit the bottom line, whatever it is, fastest and be able to recommend from that perspective. Because again, that's where the real business partner part of it comes in, right? They can't connect those dots, nor do they necessarily want to if you can do it competently. That's excellent advice there. And I would kind of add on that too as the SEO, if you're not... I mean, one, you should be able to pick up on a lot of these pieces. And so it's like whether it's in the all hands or even like earnings calls, being able to pick up on the like company strategy. But then I'd say too, like to the SEOs, if you're not sure of that, to be asking those questions and not in the sense of like, where does SEO fit in? But it's like getting that knowledge of like, hey, this is what the company is trying to achieve. And then proactively coming with, hey, this is how I can craft my SEO strategy, further aligned to it instead of just a general, hey, I'm going to get as many people to the site as possible from an SEO perspective, regardless what audience type it is. I think a great example. So the business that I was in previously, you and I worked on it, where we understood that one, we had to have We had good organic traffic, but we really needed to maintain it and grow it because our competitive situation was that we had head-on competitors who were able to spend more than we did, right? They were funded better and had different unit economics. So we were never going to outspend them. So we had to make it up on the organic. At the same time, any old random visitor was not going to get it done, right? We needed lead generating visitors. So 
how do we twin those things together? And again, as an SEO, having an understanding of sort of what's the definition of success and how does it contribute to the success of the organization is just really, really important in, in what you choose and in what we chose. And I mean, kind of going back to that too, like something being on the other side that was really helpful from my perspective was getting the insights from you that was like, hey, this category is more lucrative to us as an organization. So it's like, just because I may have seen a high search volume in one category, you're able to relay back and be like, hey, but this category is one that we really have to win on. So even if it has maybe a lower search volume, this category has a higher potential to have a positive business impact. That's a great point. That's a great point. And that was a great exchange. Maybe. I mean, and I think we've already kind of touched on some elements here. So the last question I wanted to touch on is general advice for SEOs that are looking to progress their careers, maybe move into a leadership role, but coming out of the SEO world. And so I think we already hit on one of that ability to align to a business strategy or have that kind of business understanding. But are there any other kind of tips or recommendations you'd have for SEOs that want to make that jump or they want to progress beyond just owning SEO and further progress their career in the organization? Yeah. So I think we're talking about like two things, right? Skill and leadership. And I think the skill, as you said, right, it's about demonstrating business acumen. And the more that you can demonstrate that you are somebody who doesn't, who, who in addition to having very deep technical skills around SEO, also is able to put those in the context of business success and business objectives. I think that's really powerful. That generates a lot of confidence. I would say the other thing that SEOs have a really great opportunity for, somewhat unique to other roles, is you know when we were saying a little bit ago how so much of it's cross-functional, right? So inherently, I think if you're a successful SEO, then you also have learned inherently sort of how to reach across the aisle you know, how to bring different people from different departments together under a common goal. And that's a really important skill. The further further up you get in leadership, obviously, the less and less you are personally doing. And the more and more you're trying to like, again, align teams together who don't necessarily usually interact, who don't necessarily see the world in the same way. And how do you do that? And that's probably one of the most important skills that I have developed in my career period. So the more you can demonstrate that, again, gives executives, gives senior leadership a lot of confidence in your leadership skill. And I mean, one that I just really double down on is the cross-functional, like working with people from different sides. Like to be a good SEO, you have to have that skill set. And so leaning further into that skill set can bring the benefits and give you kind of the let's say, justification to further progress. And it's like, it's, in my mind, it's just as important of a skill to have as the hard skill sets or the analytical skill set. And so I'd say even for younger SEOs, to really lean into putting that a focus in your development of like, how do you be successful working with a variety of stakeholders that come from very different backgrounds and disciplines? That's exactly right. You're going to talk to people. I hate to overgeneralize like this, but go with me, right? You're going to talk to people from technical backgrounds who appreciate the description of a problem in one way. You'll talk to marketing people who would appreciate it in a different way. You know, maybe content people who appreciate it in a third way. And it's just this sort of 
angle of focus that you're using to describe the problem, right? But your ability to do that and then your ability to bring everybody together, it's a skill I think that it's not always easy and it takes some time. Absolutely. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thank you to Elaine Richards, COO at 37 Signals for joining us. Tomorrow, Elaine and I are going to continue the conversation as we discuss the topic of embracing remote work. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Elaine, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in the show notes. And you can also visit her company's website at 37signals.com or basecamp.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. And if you didn't have a chance to take notes while you're listening to the podcast, just head over to voiceofsearch.com where we have summaries of all the episodes and contact information of our guests. You can also send us a topic suggestion or SEO questions and apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our show's handle is at Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is at Tyson underscore Stockton. If you haven't subscribed yet and want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish a new episode every workday. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed with the next business day. Okay, that's all for today. Until next time, the answers are always in the data.